Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Like this year's budget might take place a little earlier than usual. We know consumers are being hit hard by the rising cost of living and lots of businesses are feeling the pinch too. The Small Firms Association has recently published a list of policy demands on behalf of its members. And joining me now for more on this is SFA Chair Graham Byrne. Morning, Graham. Morning, Gavin. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Let's get straight into it. You want capital gains tax cut from 33% to 20% and the lifetime limit on the amount that entrepreneurs can claim relief on lifted from 1 million to 15 million. Now, isn't this just a massive giveaway to rich people? (laughs) Um, I think given the uh, crisis that we've just been through uh, within the small business community, specifically on the pandemic and coming out of the pandemic, facing these uh, headwinds that we're coming into now, uh, I think rich people is uh, probably is further from the truth as, 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 as we see it from our membership. Um, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get uh, government policy to incentivize entrepreneurship and basically align ourselves with uh, other more progressive economies that look after the small business community, our next door neighbours, uh, the UK, this just puts them in line with that. So what we're asking the government is to get a roadmap uh, uh, for future budgetary policy uh, in order to bring this uh, this target of the CGT rate to 20% and the entrepreneurial relief to 15 million as a roadmap over the next number of budgets. Do you think it would really make that much of a difference? Because often when you, when you talk to entrepreneurs, you, you kind of hear them say, you know, it's a vocation, I had a calling, you know, I'm so passionate about it. To kind of then turn around and say, well, actually, it's it's a question of tax making me want to invest or not invest or be an entrepreneur or not be an entrepreneur. It seems kind of dissonant. Well, I think that the, the realities are the biggest takeaway that we, we took away from our, our latest, our strategy document, which we launched, was that, that over 50% of all private sector employment is in each county in Ireland that's up and down the country, uh, which means that we are effectively part of the fabric for every single parish and every single county in the country, supplying over 50% of the employment. Um, that's integral to the uh, sustainability of the of the economy uh, going forward. So it's not just about uh, business owners uh, you know, taking more out of their business. It's about incentivizing business owners to set up businesses, to create employment up and down the country, which effectively becomes uh, materially fabric to, to, to each and every community yeah. that's, that's uh, around. Yeah, and, and the, ho- the hope, I suppose, often expressed is that, that this extra money that stays in the entrepreneur's pocket, some of that might be reinvested into into other businesses. Another measure you Absolutely. have here, you say, you say you want to introduce a tax relief for non-domiciled new hires by small business. So what is the thinking behind that, Graham? Well, one of the biggest challenges uh, for small business is the retention and recruitment of, of, of staff. Um, there's a huge dominance, obviously, by the FDI sector when it comes to, and large, large corporate sector when it comes to employment. So the challenges facing um, uh, small business about retaining and, and, and recruiting the, the acceptable staff is, is, is getting more and more challenging each year. Um, so the idea is, is that if we align ourselves with, um, um, with this particular measure that gives the, it gives a, the, the small business community an equal chance to uh, employ staff. 
the idea being they'll have this tax break and then they can offer higher wages to the new hires. Absolutely. Is that it? Isn't yeah. is, is is there an issue there potentially that it's an incentive to hire people who, you know, might be living abroad and they can work remotely, whereas really we, we'd probably prefer to have them here co- contributing more tax to our system? Look, there's always a balance, but unfortunately, um, in the narrowest of pools that we, we try and pull our staff uh, staffing recruitment requirements from, um, it's it you know the 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 issue about uh, getting staff members into small business is all about pushing the productivity for small business, um, and it has to be looked at from a more yeah. holistic point of view. Yeah, I suppose we should say when we talk about non-domicile, that doesn't mean necessarily that the person doesn't live here. It just means they're no, they're not domiciled here for for tax reasons. Uh, on the question of of productivity, this is kind of a, a long-standing issue that we have. Ireland's SMEs, we know are a fair bit less productive than than the multinationals. So we've talked a bit about the, the, the labour question. What in general else do you think can be done to improve this productivity gap? Well, absolutely. I mean, it's not just the, the labour issue. Um, you know, the whole raft of Irish employment legislation that's coming down the line, like sick pay, auto-enrollment auto, auto pensions, the gender pay gap... Like these are huge um, uh, challenges for small businesses to take on, uh, not just from a cost but a time point of view. And the government really needs to help and reach out and support small business uh, in order to implement uh, these these uh, these changes, because small business takes a lot longer to adapt than corporates because they just don't have the size and scale to to allow them to adapt as quickly as as the FDI or the large corporates. Uh, I mean, what would be incredibly uh, important for for the SFA and for its members and what we hear from the ground is that with these challenging times uh, and these headwinds coming in, if small business is making such a large contribution, they are being affected more than than our FDI or corporate friends, then the uh, government needs to put in a specific SME agency in order to help navigate their these their way through these headwinds so the idea is this is somewhere where a business can go and say look i'm kind of struggling to get my head around these new rules is there any chance you can give me a bit of a dig out is that the idea absolutely i mean look you have uh from from when we decided uh, as an economy to become a small open economy enterprise ireland was introduced uh, and then the idea for bringing fdi fda in uh, um, fdi in you know uh, given the importance of small business, there's absolutely no reason why a specific agency can't be set up in order to support the small business in, in Ireland. Your day job is with Flender, which lends money to SMEs. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on how things are out there on the ground in this very uncertain environment that we have. I mean, how are they faring in general? Uh, you know, the SMEs, I mean, from the interactions that you're having day to day. Is is there still a healthy demand for, for credit, for example, in, in this environment that we have? Yeah, there's a, there's a very healthy demand for credit, uh, an appropriate level credit as well. Um, look, it goes without saying and, um, that the biggest challenge for SMEs when it comes to access to finance is the huge contraction within the banking and financial services environment. Uh, we went from 11 banking institutions now down to to effectively two and a half uh, with the exit of KBC and Ulster Bank. Um, that highlights you know a huge amount of inefficiency and lack of competition in the distribution of, of appropriate capital to SMEs which are absolutely vital if they're supposed to be able to rebound and recover from from 
you know, a significant uh, uh, one-off, you know, event such, such yeah. as the pandemic and now coming into this environment. So, like, Flender, uh, obviously, as, an, as a non-bank lending entity, you know, we can service our cu- customers and our clients through uh, our tech platform, which is, which is best in class. Um, and we still see the biggest benefit for, for, for us as a non-bank lender, specifically in Flender, is the speed with which we can yeah. uh, make decisions uh, and distribute capital. And, um, you know, I think what the government needs to do is really needs to tackle this, this issue because this will be a, one of the single biggest issues um, coming out of, of, of post-recovery. Yeah, I do see this morning they're announcing there's kind of a successor scheme to the uh, COVID-19 loan guarantee scheme, which uh, businesses are going to be able to apply for. But, um, you know, there's no doubt that the more channels there are to access capital, the better. All right, we leave it there, Graham. Thanks very much for all that. That's Graham Bourne, chair of the Small Firms Association. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.